0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Doesn't it hurt to sit on the fence? Let's hear what Joshua chapter 24, verse 14 to 16 has to say. Fear the Lord and serve him with integrity and faithfulness. Get rid of the gods your ancestors served on the other side of the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve only the Lord. But if you don't want to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Even if you choose the gods your ancestors served on the other side of the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, my family and I will still serve the Lord. Listen to this story. A man goes to see his counselor about his marriage. Things have been going bad, and he's contemplating a divorce, but he's struggling with that decision because the divorce is so final, and he wants to make sure that whatever he does, that he's doing the right thing. Should he stay in the marriage, or should he get a divorce? He's been struggling with that question for months and months. It sounds like you're sitting on the fence, right? Asked the counselor. The man replied, yes, that's what it is. I'm sitting on the fence. The counselor asked him, doesn't it hurt to sit on the fence? Today, I want to talk to someone who has been sitting on the fence for quite some time. I'm talking to you about your life. At first, when you got up on the fence, it was because one side of your life was not working for you and the option was to choose the alternative, but you made a sudden stop and now you start to weigh the pros and the cons. Should I stay here or should I take the plunge and go to the other side? The other side seems like an attractive option, but instead you have been straddling the fence and you've been at it for quite some time. Sitting on the fence is supposed to be temporary and it makes sense. Sometimes you get off the fence and you go to one side. That is like at the beginning of the year, you make some promises to yourself that you're going to do better this year than last year. You promise to go to church every Sunday. You promise to read your Bible daily. In fact, on that score, you found a program that guides you into how to read the entire Bible in 365 days. Or you promised to pray every day. In fact, you signed up with some friends to participate in the three weeks of prayer and fasting at your church that January. You are determined to start over and you are doing well. Well, what do you call doing well? You struggled to complete the three-weeks program of prayer and fasting because a couple of times at work, your friends invited you out to lunch and it was difficult to turn them down. And you missed Sunday church the last two weeks because you had some work assignments and you had to get them done for Monday morning meetings. The other Sunday, you woke up with a headache from the activities of the night before. You and some friends went to dinner and you had a little too much to drink. But you've been doing well with reading your Bible, except for missing maybe about eight days over the last two or three weeks. But you've been trying, at least, so you say. Let us stop and have an honest conversation. It is challenging and sometimes downright not fun being a Christian. Why do I have to read my Bible every day? Why can't I read it on Saturday mornings when I'm not rushing into work? As for church, I don't really find much to enjoy. Yes, the music is awesome, but it seems repetitive and fake. Everybody seems to be always happy, and I know it can't be true. I go because I'm expected to go, and besides, I serve as an usher, so I have to fulfill my obligations each Sunday. On the other hand... I love going out with my friends. We have great food and wonderful conversations. I drink a little wine with dinner and I love to party. It clears your mind when you're out having fun. It is tough, man. Really, really tough being a Christian. So that's why you're on the fence? That is why we're talking today. The text puts it into perspective. Choose one or the other. There's no sense in sitting on the fence. There's no comfort sitting on the fence. Like the counselor asked the man, doesn't it hurt to sit on the fence? You know the answer. I know the answer. We all know that the fence is not meant to sit on. Rather, it is the divide between the two options of life. On one hand, serve the Lord with gladness and enjoy yourself on the other side. Why can't you have both? Because you can't. You have to make a choice. Joshua asked the people in his nation to make a choice between the gods that people have always chosen, pleasure, partying, sleeping around with whomever you want, going to the casino, managing your alcohol consumption, telling the best lies for whatever situation you want to get out of. The option is to serve the Lord, the one who protects you, the one who saved you from sin, the one who gives you peace of mind, the one who provides for you. Will you choose the Lord or will you choose the pleasure of the world? You argue that it is not that simple, but it is. It is uncomfortable to be sitting on the fence of life because by sitting on the fence, you're choosing to not make a choice. You can postpone it for a while, but there comes a time when you must come down from off the fence. Weigh the odds. Consider the pros and cons. Get off the fence, my friend, and choose to serve the Lord.